Extra Points is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, and because you get your winnings fast. Now, winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started. Now sign up with promo code extra points so they know I sent you. Now, let's do this thing. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Happy Monday morning to you all. Joining us right now, spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. Yes, he's back from wherever. We're going to find out where he actually headed off to and... My dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. What is happening, fellas? Hope you all had a good Father's Day. Martin, no kids, as far as you know, right? Sheck, 17 kids, as far as you know. Give some of your yeah. kids to Martin, Sheck. You got, well, really? <laughs> I Would you feel comfortable? Yeah. Well, yeah, we could, uh, yeah, we could mix them up in a bag and, and, uh, and give between <laughs> me and Herschel Walker. We could, uh, we have plenty to spare. Yeah. It was a dead heat. I don't know who finished uh, 2022 Father's Day with more children, me or Herschel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the story's not written yet. Uh, by the way, there was a, in uh, what was it, Prop Culture. We have every month, we have a new quiz for the go- goings-on of the month. Um, prop culture-wise, we cover enough sports during the week, during the year, during the month. This is all prop culture. One of the questions was how many Father's Day cards I would receive. The over-under was two and a half. I have three children. Um, the under was looking good as I got one collective card from my children but my wife and mother also gave me a card so the over hits that's what wins that tiebreaker check how many how'd you do in the card department i transcended the uh the two and a half i got multiple cards uh you know the four children so of course that was a that was a easy one for me to get okay. so you're stuck at three i've got four plus mo damashek but you know, yeah so yeah so it worked out in in my favor your big um, Father's Day gift, I don't even know, I don't even have to ask you, was the USFL stealing or employing your idea for the toilet bowl? And uh, let me just remind people what this is. You have long um, championed the idea that the worst two football teams at the end of the year, instead of the Pro Bowl, play each other for the right to get the number one pick with the winner, not the loser, but the winner getting the number one pick. The USFL changed their rules Mid-season and said, oh, look at this. The Panthers 1-8 and eight play the Maulers 1-8. and eight. Uh, Let's make this for the number one pick in 2023, which is hilarious that they think there's going to be a draft in 2023 uh, for the <laughs> USFL. Congratulations, I think, Shaq, except that the Pittsburgh Maulers lost 33-21. Well, yeah, I mean that, that that goes with the flow of this uh, this memorable, this unforgettable 2022 <laughs> Pittsburgh Mauler season played in Alabama, was it? Um, yeah, proud Birmingham. to say, or proud to say that the team that uh, you know nominally represents Pittsburgh, PA, but wore a combo of Ravens and Browns colors. Um, I didn't watch a single snap. 
So I mean, this is your standard. idea. What do you do? You want to see if your your idea plays out? If it, if it I'm talking sense? about a philosophical lack of support for that particular brand uh, okay. in the USFL, but they did adopt. Yes, my longstanding idea that many people have jumped on since, which is yes, the loser bowl. The two worst teams play each other, mm-hmm. and the winner gets the first overall pick. People have said over the years, who well, who would ever watch that? If it were an NFL game and it were played in between the title games and the Super Bowl, the answer is everybody would watch. Obviously, we're draft obsessed as we just we've gotten away from it now over the last couple of weeks. But that two or three months in between the Super Bowl and the draft, everybody is consumed by draft order. It would be a fascinating thing. And NFLPA. Just just pay the teams that have the players that have to play in it. Easy peasy. It's a it's a grand idea. And I hope the NFL adopts it. Now. I have it, Martin. I want your thoughts in a second. But I have a feeling teams um, uh, three through 30 or one through 30 would have a problem. Yeah. Play, pay the extra the two worst teams extra money for being bad. But I, I get it. I understand the point. But there but are it's problems a disgrace, with Sal. The, the trade off is, yeah, you get some money. But in, in exchange for the lack of dignity to have to be out there playing <laughs> uh, Martin, what do we think? We may have to bow down. The Sheck might have a winner here. It's a other league. I just that- find it fascinating that it seems as ever since Jeff Fisher said, like not lining up on, on hard knocks, not lining up for the Star Spangled Banner, like all, all, everybody lined up on the end line was some seven and nine bullshit. And I don't think he's won seven football games in a season since. Yeah, he like, was part of that. He was one of those teams, <laughs> right? That's unbelievable. Yeah, I just. I just find it fascinating. Like, I don't know what, like, you talk about a guy who lost his fastball. He can't even win a game, as, <laughs> as Dave was talking about, in the fake football league, which is, yeah. is I mean, or win multiple games. That's just incredible that uh, well, <laughs> he's they, so I, bad. As far as USFL games go, it was pretty good. It was 33-21. I mean, there, a lot of these will end up like 13-9. I don't know if you've been paying attention, so maybe no, Sheck is on to something. <laughs> I, see, uh, I see the three best highlights of the week every day. That's but it. That's about it. Yeah. There are I a think- lot of things that a USFL 2.0 will go the way of the dodo bird, but there are a lot of uh, uh, whether there's uh, 2023 or whatever. Obviously, it's not destined to succeed, but there are things in history that um, will like Cliff Kingsbury. I don't think he's going to be a long-term head coach, but at least we will always point back and say the Arizona Cardinals are the one who took um quarterbacks high in the first round in back-to-back years and it showed a new way to do things i think that this is the new way to go this is why why doesn't the like the draft lot lottery thing with the cards in the nba same should go in the nba wouldn't it be great a best of three between or you know if you like the play-in tournament in the nba it is a fun little thing to get you ramped up for the nba playoffs Shouldn't like the three or five or like the five worst teams have their own little tournament of sorrow? I think it'd be I, a lot of fun. Not <laughs> for him. I don't care. I've, I've had enough. Enough NBA. They they okay, shoved enough. Touche on that. Yeah, saturated the that. market there. But an extra football game. I, I if they can get around the quarterbacks um, tanking because they don't want to lose their job, then uh, I, I'm I'm all for it. I always. But the NBA. Love but for real, like you know how the NBA playoffs. You're like ah, oh, they're here. This is gonna be great. But then there's only a game once every like six days or whatever. This would mm-hmm. be great filler. Is the worst Dave, teams playing one another? But nobody's watching like. In practice, I mean, in theory, nobody's watching Orlando Magic and the Oklahoma City Thunder at any point through the year, <laughs> unless you're a die in the wool yeah. Thunder fan or man, are you just live and die with the Magic? Like, if, 
that's on, on League Pass. That game gets zero point zero rating. And the Put stars it, have to align, though, Shaq. I know what you're saying. In a year where Zion is the number one pick, yeah, this is great. Let's let's watch it. But I don't know. What do we? What do we? What this year? I, like the the draft is right. Thursday. You're right. Who cares? You're Who's right. Number one. Right. Yeah. There's no KG. There's no Kobe right. to get in the way back machine. And uh, yeah, right. that. Yeah, that's true. But I do like I think you you add that in, Marty. You like make that part of it. Like you don't want to watch the Thunder. No, who wants to watch them? We're going to put it on. The game starts at 2 11 a.m. <laughs> oh, good. Like, and, and then if you want to catch up, you can stream it the next day. But like, how are you going to get money to play, pay these players? You want to pay these players with a, a 0.007 rating? I don't know. All right. Well, good luck. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyway, it's doing well. Don't ruin it, Shaq. The more you talk, the more you're ruining you're right. this idea that was already picked up by the USFL, the fledgling USFL. Hey, prop quiz winner, Marcus, uh, I'm not going to say this right. Uthoven, U-I-T-H-O-V-E-N. How would you guys say that? Uthoven? I think that's the best I'm going to do there. Yeah. Eight right. He gets the gold cap. Good job by you. Lots of weekend action. U.S. Open, NHL Stanley Cup. I mentioned the NBA draft coming up. Kyrie is in the news. We're going to have our play of the day. Let's go over all of it. Let's start with the U.S. Open. I don't know how much you guys saw. Matthew Fitzpatrick won. Shaq, a golfer with braces, won the U.S. Open 25 to 1. He's a uh, he's an Englishman. Uh, the parlay kid gave him out. We didn't give out like six picks each. We each gave out one pick. He nailed it. Matthew Fitzpatrick, 25 to 1. Did you guys watch at all this weekend? I'll take I didn't that as watch a, no. a lick. I didn't watch a lick. <laughs> I, I didn't watch, but I did see that Phil Mickelson yeah. had a, like <laughs> I saw. Phil Mickelson missing what I think it was like his third or fourth tap in, and the announcer's just like, well, Phil's made his bed. We know. <laughs> I was oh, just wow. like, damn. I didn't like, even wow. hear that. I didn't even hear like, well, is, this, is, the, this is what Phil gets. He didn't right even now make for, it to for, the weekend play. <laughs> he was like plus 13, I think, did not make the cut. Yeah. Shaq, uh, did you catch any? Brookline? I saw some. I did enjoy. I mean, my big takeaway is, and it's a nightmare really for both the Live Tour and for the U.S. Open and the PGA. Because the big takeaway is, whether you like it or not, as far as I'm concerned, is that it was those press conferences of of the journalists sweating Phil and yeah. uh, and his pals about, you know, how can you how can you morally wrangle participating in in that tour? I, I mean, I do think that is the nightmare for all parties involved in golf. And we talked about a minus three at the end of last week you know, where sports used to be what was popular 25 years ago and 50 years ago versus what's the what are the most popular sports right now and then what's going to be popular in 25 years. Mm. Golf, because of Tiger largely, and to a lesser extent, Phil Mickelson was probably the chief rival along the way there. I do think that this all amounts to 25 years from now, probably a decline in golf's popularity, right? I mean, like, the, it's not like... You always think same as when the USFL came along and all these challengers, XFL and otherwise, oh, it's a monopoly, this pro football, the NFL has over pro football. I guess when you have multiple parties doing it, it's like that's what happened in the AFL and the USFL is that, you know, Steve Young toiled in the USFL. Jim Kelly did Herschel Walker. And, and otherwise, and it dinged them, they're not in the Hall of Fame as a result. I think going forward now, when you start splitting 
the the leagues up as it is in golf i think golf's going to be less popular maybe but one thing with golf is with tiger woods i don't know this is a big ask but you all all you need is one giant personality to show up there every week right so tiger woods changed the game because he was intriguing and for many reasons and now i don't know you you get a couple of those a few of those maybe it's not matthew fitzpatrick the guy with braces at uh 28 years old whatever he ends up being by the way yes that's right spaghetti he went to northwestern with megan connelly who picked up gave him out on uh, Megan mm. Fun of Sports. So she gave him out. Uh, the Parlay Kid gave him out. It was fun, I think. Came, I watched, came down to the end. Will Zalatoris. You got these guys. These they, they, They're listed at 170 pounds. Fitzpatrick, Will Zalatoris. It's ridiculous. They're like a, a buck 38, if anything. And Scheffler, another one, obviously. It's like, oh, boy, is he lurking? Is he just toying with these guys? Came down, was good. 26-foot uh, putt. I, I, like, I like the idea that they're hitting from the bunkers. There's bunkers, there's sand, there's weeds everywhere. It's not just middle of the fairway. You got a lot of uh, lightning green, uh, fast greens, and uh, it was fun. Fun to watch uh, this Brookline U.S. Open tournament. We should say, you mentioned uh, Martin, Phil Mickelson, who did have the worst Father's Day weekend? Let's put it up. The captain of the Riverboat Casino came out. He's like, hey, let's ask these guys. Is it Phil Mickelson, even odds? Is it Joe Biden, three to one odds? Andre Vasilevsky, uh, six to one odds. Or the field at plus 150. Which of those, or do you have one off uh, right in, off a of left field right there? Who do you like there, Martin, for worst Father's uh, Day weekend? Joe Biden had a bad one. Anytime you fall off a bike, mm-hmm. it's not a good look. Especially when you fall off a bike because you can't get off of the bike. Now, I've worn clip-in shoes before. It's a little tricky, but it's kind of like riding a bike. You should be able to get it pretty quickly. I but wouldn't I'm wear those clip-in the- shoes. I don't know. I, I, that, that scares me. I'm a claustrophobic anyway. I, I think I would fall off every single time. I, he's getting a lot of shit. I, I get it. He was... You know, uh, hey, uh, gas prices are up. I'm going to show everyone how to ride a bike, and then I'm going to show everyone how I'm going to fall off a bike. <laughs> Freaking terrible. I'm going with the field, though. Go ahead. Because I had a really bad Father's Day weekend because everybody acted like I had a Father's Day weekend. This is just supposed to be a weekend for me. Oh, the amount yeah. of happy Father's Day I got from Thursday <laughs> to today, completely and totally unnecessary and incredibly stressful. <laughs> like, I didn't need not one of them. Not a one. Why is it stressful? Why because I'm not a father, and I'm like I'm not a father. And it's just like we're so like it's like what are we doing here? Because I mean I'd say, and it was this year where where it just was. What was are we talking about right now? <laughs> I had, we had who had the worst Father's Day weekend? I said me. I took the field at three to two. That's what we're talking about, Dave. But what do you mean? No, what do you mean? Because you, you got seven. You got a bunch because of texts. At this point in time of my day? life, people yeah. just people just zoom past the. Do you maybe have kids? Like, no, it was just Happy Father's Day. It was just, it was just accepted. Everybody just assumed that I had a kid. Like, right. I said, between like 30, like 28 and like the 31, 32, it was a window. They looked at me like, mm, do I tell them Happy Father's Day? Do I not? Do I, do I? And it was just kind of like, no, I'm not, a, no, no, I'm good. This year, this year, no. Everybody just put, put all these kids in my life and I don't appreciate it. Wow. Are you, though, Marty, it's interesting here in 2022, you know, people, when somebody finds out they're about to become a parent, suddenly then it weighs heavy on them. What kind of world am I bringing a child into? Is this a great idea? And all those kind of things, global warming and otherwise. Um, Are you definitely 100% all in on wanting children? It's uh, yes, but I do think to your point, I've, I've, 
in a forum, like uh, my TED talk would be, is it morally, re- is it morally good to have kids? <laughs> like that would, but, but like at the end of the day, I'm socialized and I want to have a family. So like, that's what I, that's what I'm oh, going to do. That's, that's and, why and people keep two, texting I, you. I drive a hybrid. I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't litter. You know what I'm saying? I do my part for the environment. <laughs> I don't litter. There's like three litterers left in the world. <laughs> three litterers. <laughs> I, I'll say I do my part. I do my part. I'm, I'm all, all right. about renewable resources and energy. Me and my two and a half kids, however it plays out down the line, will, uh, will, will our footprint will be low enough. That Shaq, give him one of your kids. You have 16 children, for God's sake. See, sense. I'm not going to be like so, you, Dave. He's so selfish. This, this popular, so but selfish. Dave and Nick Cannon just had the busiest Father's Days of all time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, I can't help what is. I mean, it's uh, it's it was hard for me to reconcile. It is hard for me to reconcile. I'm, you know, you know me. I'm a guy. I'm not a man, you know, given. Oh, yeah, d- that's true. Despite my age, there's a big distinction. A lot of people want to be a man. Act like a man. Mm-hmm. I'm not one. I'm a, I'm a guy. <laughs> um, and yet, you know, in the most fundamental of all uh, traits for a man, a, a biological man, is mm-hmm. the ability to produce children. And Damashek, on that count, is as clutch as they get. Yeah. You I've are made the- my love. I've made my love four total times. Four children. Wow. That's pretty good. Bad enough That's Montana good. stuff. Yeah. Get them on the pirates. All right. So who's your uh, big loser on Father's Day? Did you choose from these? Well, unless it's unless it is uh, the Biden aide who said like, hey, Joe, here's a great <laughs> thing that we'll show. We'll show how vi- how vital you are, no matter what your age is. Get on that bike, man. And then he falls over like he now is jobless, that guy. So uh, prayers to his, right. his young children, the mouths that that uh, aide has to bear. But in the meantime, it's plainly it's a, it, it's chalk, but it's Herschel Walker. He starts the week with one child and he ends it with four. Um, I don't know if that was a surprise to him necessarily, but it Mm -hmm. was to the world. Um, And somehow it should be like, you know, those of us who love love like me, it's it's good for 34, but for the rest of the world, it feels like it's a, a negative on Herschel's back now as he enters his senatorial bid here. So it's well, not, o- not only that, but you run the math on this thing. And if this continues, um, you know, from week to week, he's going to end up with uh, about 319 children by Is Christmas. Is that the math? Right? Yeah. I think so. I don't know. I'll check that. So do you guys Baby think face, that Herschel Walker went over under two and a half Father's Day cards? <laughs> I mean, I, at the start of the week, that under had to be a lock, right? <laughs> but yeah, who knows right. by the end? Yeah, way over, I would say, for Herschel. Oh, what a trade. Well, maybe he could trade some, too. He was involved in the biggest trade of NFL history. Uh, I'm going to go. I usually go field here, but I'm going to go Vasilevsky. I don't know, Sheck. Maybe you could help me. They lost 7 nothing. We'll get to uh, NHL preview in a second. Is it worse to keep a goalie in there and punish him um, throughout a, a game that there's no chance he's going to win? Um, and, and he's out, obviously fledgling, right? 7 nothing. you take him out at 5 nothing in the third period? Or, or no, it has to go to 7? Or is it like, hey, you're starting the next game anyway. We're keeping you in there. Maybe we can get some uh, momentum here, get like 10 or 12 saves in a row. I'm not sure which way to go, but but I think he was the big loser this weekend. Yeah, he was humiliated, and I didn't hear after the fact whether or not he disagreed with that decision or if, in fact, it was his decision to stay in there uh-huh. and try and learn something. But it's probably advantage in a practical way, in a, in a hockey way, probably advantage Colorado, right, to see – 
you know, ways that they feel comfortable trying to beat this guy. Is he going to learn up on what McKinnon, McCarr, and the rest of that uh, avalanche bunch wants to do? Or does this give them an extra few looks at at Vasilevsky and figure out ways that they like to try to beat him? But either way, yeah, dark stuff for Tampa, but a chance to make all things right on Monday night. Well, so let's talk. Yeah, tonight. So they won 7-0, game two. Avs now minus 600. You did? I, you saw, I, you saw, I watched the first two periods, and I bet on the uh, I bet on the lightning. Yeah, oh. that was bad. I, I, mean, I, had yeah, the I was like, this is I what the, I get for dipping my toe. This is I what had the I lightning get. over two and a half goals. That was terrible. Uh, lightning all over the place. I have them to win the series. Um, yeah, which now pays five to one odds. Game three, Colorado's minus 114. A favorite, slight favorite, on the road at Tampa Bay. I don't know if, Martin, you're betting this one. I have to stick no. with the Lightning, I guess. I don't know. It's not much positive, except that they were in this exact spot versus the Rangers, and they made it a series. Actually went down 2 nothing in, th- in the third game, their first home game. Um, Bur- Burkowski's out, right? Am I getting that right, that he's out? I mean, they've, they've really, like, it hasn't all been, like, McKinnon and uh, McCart. Like, they are really balanced scoring. They might be too high flying. They might be too fast for Tampa Bay. I just don't. I'm going to give it one more shot. I know I say it every day. I think Vasilevsky puts on a show. Kemper can't be this good on the road in Tampa. They're, you know, they're six for six on the penalty kill, three for seven on the power play, the Avs. I think it turns a little sideways here in Tampa. 4-2 lightning check. What do you say? I'm going to go with the Avalanche tonight if if I'm forced to choose one or the other to win game three I overall though and I'm not this isn't after game two it suddenly dawned on me that oh the abs I I I watched chunks of game one again and I it occurred to me oh yeah the abs are are a way better team and also emotionally it's a big hurt it was a big hurdle for them to finally get to the cup final Hmm. and I think waiting to play them was the two-time defending champs with uh, the best goalie of the millennium and all of that in their way and I think the gravity of all that it suddenly hit me about five minutes into game one like oh man if the lightning win this game they're gonna win the series there's an air of inevitability about them if it went that way and then once they rallied uh, down from two goals to tied I thought man the lightning are gonna win this dang cup ain't they but then Colorado hit the Jets. They they uh, they hit the gas and they survived that one. And by the end of game one, I felt like they're they're going to win the cup now. And I like them. I like them before game two to win it in five. Avs might actually even sweep this thing. My play yeah, this of could the be day. Over, this could be over Wednesday. Go ahead, give us your play of the day. My play of the day is the breakout star once again. Uh, you know, galaxy of stars on the ice is once again Kale McCarr here. Plus 210. Yeah, plus two ten still to um, to score two points in the game. I, I mean, win or mm-hmm. lose, I think that's um, y- two your or best more play. points. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, so he was kind of shut down. Was he shut down completely in the seven? No, he wound win? up. I he mean, yeah, he, point. he got a he point. got some Daryl Strawberry uh, level uh, points in there. Some late ones once the the outcome was decided. No, why that's necessary. I don't get because that, that was his clutch, reputation, clutch right? Player. Uh, I don't think that exactly was his reputation. For a while, <laughs> that's it like, was. That's like fifth or sixth on uh, how you could point point to his reputation. But I get it. <laughs> no, like off and on the field. But no, I, I'm with you. Uh, all right. So that's your play of the day. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go 4-2 Lightning. I do want to talk about 
the song that the Avalanche or their fans have chosen. Well, I don't know if you choose. I don't know how this gets started. Does the does the public address announcer pick a song or what goes on? But they've chosen Blink-182's All the Small Things to play at games. Do we have this ready, uh, Mikey Beatballs, Eddie Spaghetti? No kidding. Yesterday when I read the rundown, I was we were, me and uh, Mario were watching like 90s videos on YouTube. And, oh, like, really? The, and this had been up. on like 10 minutes prior. Okay. So here it is. This is 3-3 with halfway through the third period. This is game one. You can tell the temperature is raising a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's enough. We get it. Say it ain't so, I will not go. All right, so I don't know, Shaq. It's catchy. Uh, It has nothing to do with the city. I'm comparing it to Gloria, which is the St. Louis Blues rally cry, rally song. But it has nothing at all to do with the city. It's not uh, we will rock you. It's not an inspiring, um, come on, let's go, let's play our artist. But uh, it's just a catchy tune, but it's lame. Am I right? (laughs) It's a lame song, but it's delightful is my main point. Listen, the English... Uh, the Premier League has a few things over American sport. And, this, right. you know, the, the fans singing songs throughout the game, that's one that they have over us. And two is, like we've talked about, relegation. I love it is the bottom line. I think it's fun. I What, what I really like is that it's something new. I'm not going to be picky about what song they've landed on. And It's not new. In. It's new? That's a, no, that's it's new. It's new. It, I'm with no, you, what, Dave. I'm what, with you, what, Dave. What I mean, new is I'm talking oh, about yeah. American. Uh, you know, like at Fenway Park, they play "Sweet Carol." So that that's a different story. That they ruined the song. That's over. <laughs> okay, but you know what's weird? That's a great song that was ruined. Thanks, Jimmy. True. Yeah. True. Um, and but I don't understand why anybody outside of Detroit plays the Journey song that ends the Sopranos. Born and raised in South Detroit, mm-hmm. and they do that, and everybody cheer sings it at the top of their lungs. Like it mentions Detroit. Why are you singing it? Other sports. That's now, a little weird. That's they, a weird. Also, Perry, true story. Perry's there's no such bay, place bay. as South Detroit. There isn't really. They, South Detroit is Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Oh, all right. Well, that like if you go, if you're in downtown Detroit, and you go south. You have to cross the Ambassador Bridge to go into Canada. Gotcha. What part? Where? What part of uh, Detroit is Sicily, where you get that Sicilian pizza? Oh, that's what on. I like. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I love the. I, I I do think that the songs are fun, and you know, Blink One Eighty Two is. It, it's a weird thing that I think people of a certain age hold that up as like mm-hmm. that was the band of my youth, as in like when I was twenty, and it's like that's a. But that's a preteen band, isn't it? Or shouldn't they be alongside Backstreet Boys? Not no, that up was there a K-Rock like cool band. That, that, that's an alt rock, K rock, Weenie Rose saw, uh, band from the late '90s, I think. I I'm, well, guess I'm being it, too cool for school, but uh, yeah, at least 182 always seemed like kid stuff. Like if you're 14, like this yeah. is training wheels rock and roll. This like when I was a kid music. at 14, I loved that shit. Really? Like all yeah, yeah right. So that you were the right it. age. Like, Baby I was like 12, 13 years old. Like, I, all of it. I know, all, like, all yeah. the words to most of their shit. Babyface Joel Solomon seems to have a big opinion about this. I mean, listen, guys, I did work at TRL, prime TRL Carson Daly years, and Dave is right. That, they were a huge TRL band. They were on the Warp Tour. I mean, that's, uh, I, I'd like to maybe defer to Eddie. I think he was more of the age, but 
I, I, I would think they're a more MTV TRL band. Eddie cries wow. when they sing this in Colorado. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. Eddie, you okay with this? Spaghetti? I don't I don't like Bling Lady too. That was not my cup of tea when I was growing up. That wasn't my the, the kids that like listened to that wore like those like weird like skater shoes and stuff and go to like these uh-huh. like weird um like festivals for these kind of like punk bands. That's that's not my scene. All right. So the I, thing that I was talking about this yesterday, I never watched any of these music videos until mm-hmm. like I was 30 something. If I had seen mm. these people who were actually making this music, I don't know if I would have ever liked it. Right. If I, if I was like watched the, the visuals behind it, like there, especially in the nineties when music videos had to have like a theme, like they were either like doing mm-hmm. a video game or they were like escaping or it was this weird vampire thing going on a lot. But like, it was just, I just listened to the radio incessantly. So that's why I know like all of these songs. And then obviously with Napster and LimeWire came along, I started to download all of them. But if I had actually seen, yeah. like Eddie was talking about, like I didn't go, like the Warp Tour, I didn't know what that was. I just knew oh, all you'll the love songs it. from it. You'll love it. We should get you on the Warp Tour this summer. The uh, Metropolitans <laughs> don't have a song? Well, here, the, here's the thing. So I'm fascinated with this stuff because I love to know exactly when it started, when the when the glory of phenomena, who started mm-hmm. it, who started singing it. Was someone singing it loud enough that some drunk idiot and they're like, all right, let's pick it up. Oh, now 10 people, now 40 people are singing it. Now the public address and now, now they're, everybody's playing it. I do think it does have to have something to do with the city or it has to be inspirational. What was the big, uh, wasn't the, oh, who let the dogs out? Everybody had that in 99-ish, right? Every single uh, sports stadium took who let the dogs out. The Giants, you say, um, I don't know why, other than the Tigers, anybody would have um, born and raised in South Detroit. What's Don't Stop Believing. Steve Perry is from the Bay Area. He's been in the bleachers singing that. So when the Giants win the World Series, that's cool. That kind of made sense. Blink-182 is a San Diego band. Uh, it doesn't it's not a, a, a peppy rally song, really, in terms of, um, you know, it's not a we will rock you song. But yes, New York, they have Billy Joel all over the place. The Mets now do Piano Man, which is good. The Yankees games all end in New York, New York. Um, I got to say the, the, the I Dodgers think games end in L.A. I love L.A. That makes sense. It has to make a little sense to me, I think. What's the best? What Give, give your your very I'll give you the worst one. And I only know the worst. Me- yeah, this makes me a heretic on the banks of the three rivers in Heinz field in the second half is Tony Romo and the Cowboys found out many mm-hmm. moons ago. They play in front of a big um, a, a, a visiting team possession when the mm-hmm. Steelers take the field, the defense takes the field in a big spot. Got to get a stop on this possession. They play sticks is renegade. And it oh, makes yeah. me crazy. I, yeah. I can't stand it. Like, it's kind of cool because it goes like, oh, mama. And like the place goes wild. But then it turns into cheese ball like. And I'm like, it's the it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Iron City. Play Iron Man. By, I mean, by, it, yeah. it's so by Black Sabbath. Bump. Bump. Yeah. I am Iron Man. Now that's scary. If if you're Lamar Jackson or I don't scary. care who else, then uh, stay. Lamar you're Jackson playing. can't tie his shoes up straight because of the. Oh. Go ask Tony <laughs> Romo before you want to start talking. Go ask your friend Tony Romo about it. It was scary because he picked sixth it in that spot. I don't know if it's scary. That might, he just might have been his time. It makes Lamar Jackson run off to the back. That's the worst though. That's the, yeah, that's up, my uh, least favorite sound. Really? Give us the best. Oh, dude, you were about to give us the worst. I don't the know the best. I don't know the best. I, uh, New York, New York is a Sinatra or I love the LA. Those yeah, are the but two. those are those are post game. It's not it's not 
uh, rallying, right? I, I guess it's okay. a celebration still. In the Saints games, matter. when I was I like growing them. up, they would uh, they would play a second line. If you guys are familiar with the band, like uh, the band would come and literally go into the, like the upper deck and play. And really? like walking down the uh like walking in the stadium. That was cool. Awesome. Wait, what was the one that when when the Saints won the Super Bowl, there was the one that they would play all the time. Boom, boom. Oh. I, I, uh. And I was like, I don't know this this number. And they're like, What? How you what a nerd you are that you don't know this oh. uh Here we come to get you. Here we come to get you. And it's like it's like here we come to get crunk. That's like right, a yeah, that's it. Song. You got it. You got Here it. People love that crunk. song. I guess that's I'm a hypocrite. Uh, I'm trying to put rules on this. It should be a band from your hometown. It should I be agree peppy. It should get the whole thing. But I do that love, qualifies. I, I, I do love rules. I love jump around the Wisconsin when they do that. I'm like, that's pretty damn cool. You got that's a that's a scene. That's um, those guys couldn't have been from Wisconsin. No, no way. <laughs> they, I don't think they they. Even stopped over on a, a Delta flight there. There's no question. Enter Sandman, too, A great too, one right? that also, Enter Sandman, they played. Yeah. I feel like they played that. I, they played that at Saints games, too. I feel like that's one. It's known for Virginia Tech, but mm -hmm. it gets a lot of play in other places. Right. But another one that qualifies for all your stipulations, Mr. Rulemeister over there. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Jack White, uh, the White Stripes and Seven Nation Army is played at, like, every mm -hmm. Michigan event. But he's from Michigan. He's a huge Tigers fan and huge like right. Michigan fan. Like they actually will show him in the stands as they play the song. I, yeah. you know what, Marty? That's a good. You know what? Because Jack White, given a choice, it's sort of like when politicians get up there for their rallies and they play Neil Young, and Neil Neil Young's like, "What Screw the you. hell? I don't want yeah, you yeah. playing my right. music. I'm against yeah, yeah. you. Don't play my music right. again, or I'm going to sue you." The artist should get the call, and not out of a sense of capitalism like hey the more my song is heard the more it is the better it is for my bottom line now you should have to choose only one mm. team gets to or one sports town gets to play my song and i think jack white probably would choose something from interesting uh, from michigan yeah i think that's right though sal you, you can't just take some random well i think it goes back to your original point like let's let's do what the epl does let's start getting chants and let's start getting songs that are um specific to the now we'll, we'll have to ditch them all because they'll be you know 30 years from now someone will be offended by one of the lyrics or whatever but the same holds true for any of these songs but uh yeah it's i'm a, lot a of hypocrite. pressure on like the orlando music scene to come up with a yeah. new song for the magic or you know jacksonville to, you know. right right <laughs> but when it's chanting throughout i don't know it could be fun i i'd listen I, I, I saw the Mets lose in horrible fashion to the Dodgers, and then they play mm -hmm. Randy Newman's I Love L.A. I'm like, oh, this is a great song. This is great. I'm going to stick That's around for one. this. We're going to scream about it, you know. Uh, and then uh, and we're going to drive home past uh, 30,000 tents and like, oh, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is what's happening. Uh, what, did, what did we miss, Scott Holmes uh, and, and Babyface Joel Salmon? Well, uh, no, I mean, not many. The Packers played bang on the drum all day, which is a big sports anthem. But, mm. yeah, I mean, the fact that Penn State also does Seven Nation Army and everyone you know jumps around it, you, it not every big – maybe that should be the game next year, Michigan-Penn mm. State. They play for the right to have that song because you – Look, Joe, let me tell you something oh, about Penn State, okay. all right? Look, I'm, they have been right. coming up second to Michigan in a long for a long, long time. Oh, the second go. biggest stadium. Ripping off the, th ripping off the song. All right, look – I I, I got no, I got no time for Penn State scared kids. I, oh, I like that idea, playing for the right of a song. That's uh, that's been shared. Yeah, it's been, what, it, it, 
Jack it's White gave it to Michigan. He's he'll be in the stands. I've seen him at several Tigers games. All right, back when I well, used to watch Tigers games, it's a Michigan song. Jack White's from Michigan. He's from Detroit. No, I'm not having it. Look, Jack if anyone, if, yeah, if anyone See, knows about wait, like, this, well, is why, this is all sounds rules. Who <laughs> at Penn State in Happy Valley is making a song that can compete with Seven Nation Army? It's just they're not a happening. disgrace. They should have gotten a death penalty a decade ago. No one cares about the Nittany Lions. Joel, exactly. Though, I'm with I Dave. think. I think that um, they, it, it's if to Sal's point, it's got to be a regional artist. Pittsburgh might not be in great shape here. What do we have? George Benson. We have uh, <laughs> just well, like uh, that'll be the psych up song. Just give me the night. I think you. Ah, ah, just give <laughs> me the good. night. Oh, a historical one. How about Sister Sledge singing We Are Family during the games? The wives of the players would get up on the dugout in 1979. I mean, during the NLCS and the World Series in front of the world, they would get up there in their fur coats. I remember it well. And they would all like, we are family. (laughs) Sister Sledge isn't from Pittsburgh, but that would be, you know. Shaq, I'm seeing seeing Wiz Khalifa, Christina Aguilera, uh, George Benson, like I said. Black and yellow. Genie in a bottle. Yeah, you, go, yeah you, have, you have rusted root, but I mean, Martin's right. And if anyone knows about getting full custody for something, it's Martin. So we'll give it to Michigan. <laughs> it's all coming around. <laughs> but check, maybe that is part of your grand loser weekend. Like the worst two teams play. Uh, and if there's a, uh, a song disparity where two, two cities are holding on to the same song, they play for the rights for the song. <clears throat> Could be a great weekend. Oh, really it'll work go. neatly. Listen, you got to have it. Yeah. It's a... It's a Football games now, event games require a halftime show. So, right. of course, on our burnt-out JV field that hosts the Loser Bowl, we'll have to get the worst possible band to play it. Hey, Blink-182, you're <laughs> perking up? Oh, well, I don't know if Babyface likes that. that that's, I uh, don't. I actively don't door. like that. Yeah. I don't disparage the things that you like, Dave. Hey, wait a second. You, you, yeah. So you would. So I'm, I'm unclear. So Marty Weiss here and now. So you're a Blink 182 advocate. I mean, I, I that's think the music like I grew them. up with. Like, yeah. yeah, I like the music. Like I've listened to it. I was. I said before we started the whole thing. I was listening to this unprovoked, without mm-hmm. knowledge that the Colorado Avalanche was singing it. I just was on a YouTube dive. You know what? Maybe we do it like election year. Every two, every four years, you elect a different song for your sports teams, college and pro. Keep it fresh, move it along, right? I don't know. I'm up for anything except for Blink 182, a San Diego band taking over a hockey game in Colorado. So, do you, would you rather it be a real song or like the Lions have forward down the field or like Bear Down Chicago Bear, which were like obviously written for the concept of, of <clears throat> being at the Bears game or being yeah. at the Lions game? Like, uh, or do you want like a radio hit that is then co opted? I think I'm going to be upset with everything. So, I think that's my sounds answer. about right. <laughs> Hey, uh, one thing I'm not upset about is $5 Dinger Tuesday on FanDuel Sportsbook. How could I be? This season, all customers get 5 bucks for every home run hit by both teams when you place a $25 to hit a home run wager on Tuesday MLB games. And the best part about Dinger Tuesday is even if your bet loses, FanDuel pays you $5 for every home run. No better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. Head over to your FanDuel account or download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code extra points to pick your home run hitter. That is promo code extra points. Uh, I'll pick one for Tuesday. Uh, Buxton on Minnesota. Now, 
Cleveland has not uh, announced their pitcher yet, but this Buck Byron Buxton has 19 home runs. That's a Tuesday game. He's going to knock one out. I know Eddie Spaghetti's uh, done uh, great things with the Tuesday home run dinger uh, promotion there. You'll hear his on minus three. That's what I would do. FanDuel.com slash extra points. Get all your action in there. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll get back to NBA. Oh, we have some NBA news and uh, play of the day coming up. All right, NBA draft is Thursday because they won't give us a break before summer league, before preseason. They just won't do it. NBA has to keep going uh, Thursday. Now, the big news, though, Kyrie Irving, the Nets are at an impasse in conversations about his future in Brooklyn, which clears the way for teams to consider, or for Kyrie to consider the open market. Lakers and Knicks expected to emerge among potential suitors. Martin, out of the Lakers or Knicks, is there a good fit for Kyrie? Is he done? Do you not touch this guy? I mean, Bill Simmons is saying you can get him for 35 cents on the dollar uh, as where you would five years ago. But I'm going to read some numbers that suggest he should maybe be a little more valuable. Am I crazy? I mean... He's got a ton of value, even before you read the numbers. 35 cents on a dollar is all well and good. But, Sal, if the store is closed, you can't spend the dollar, right? That's the whole problem. I Kyrie may true. not be there, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, all the numbers you're about to read off, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're incredible. Yeah. But if he ain't there, they don't matter. Right. All right, here's all I'm going to say is now we know some of these guys, it's like, all right, you can't, well, it doesn't matter. You can't win a championship with him. So it doesn't matter what numbers. This um, is exactly you know, right. Is that what you're saying? This is exactly the fascinating point. Well, no, no, no. I, I don't want to, da- I, I know where you're going and I agree. And t- it's not like, well, he's an uber talent, but he's mer- so mercurial that you can't bring him onto your team because you, do- you don't get over the hump. Kyrie right. hit the big shot that made the Cavs do the impossible, which was deliver a title to the city of Cleveland. So obviously he can win. And I think people look back at probably people like me think like, boy, remember that first game against the Celtics? How dying? And that was in a loss. Yeah. But he's not as I mean, like, who's the all time man? That guy's good. But like Jeff George is like as talented mm-hmm. a football as talented a QB as you'll see. But Never got close to winning a Super Bowl. I guess the closest he got was with the Vikings that one year. But still, but yeah, I, but Kyrie did get over the hump, which confuses things considerably, right? Yeah, and what also confusing are these numbers I'm about to read. Because, okay, so Martin, what would you say his best year was? Or prime Kyrie last year in Cleveland, 16-17, right in there? Was I'd you know say what? probably, that was probably the last time that you could really depend on him to be a Count full-time guy. Yeah. Like, every, that's it all kind of fall apart when he went to Boston. All right. So, right. Exactly. Right. Well, they, people were saying, oh, they're better without him. Like, that's insane. And then they ended up being better without him. And then this Brooklyn thing and the, and the vaccination, they only played 29 games and, you know, KD's pulling his hair out, whatever he's got. Uh, let's compare that season, though, numbers wise. 25 points a game in, for Cleveland in 2017, 27 points a game this year. 5.8 assists, the same 5.8 assists. Uh, three point percentage, 40.1, 42% from three. Numbers-wise, he's every bit as good as that 2016-2017 uh, Kyrie. You one big number, though, Sal. Good. What, Games wins? played. Yeah, no, I know it's 29. <laughs> I get it. I get it. 72 versus 29, and he had 54 last year. But there's still I, – I, I don't know what you want for him. You, you couldn't go Westbrook for Kyrie straight up, right? Durant would lose his mind. I don't even know of how much say he has in this. 
I just find it fascinating mm-hmm. that now Kyrie says he's in this boat when, I, like, in his exit interview, he said he and Kev and Joe Sy and 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 mm-hmm. Sean Marks were all going to sit down and figure out the future of the franchise. I guess that sit down may have uh, must not have, may have uh, must not have gone too great, right? That that, that meeting couldn't have. Yeah, like, he didn't clearly. join the sit down. I don't think. <clears throat> yeah, but he's going to do what he wants. I mean, Kyrie. Had, I mean, of course, he has a ton of value as a basketball player. It's just. Is he going to be there? Is he going to be available? And that's something that I generally find to be like an unfair criticism of most guys. But here, I think it's valid. Like, like Stephen A. Smith caught a lot of shit because he said that Kyrie may not show up for work today because Russia invaded Ukraine. It's like, what? He didn't go on January 7th or 8th or whatever it was. He yeah. used the insurrection as an excuse to not go play ball. Like, right. Stephen A. Smith said it tongue in cheek, but there was some truth behind the matter of like, this guy will find reasons. Uh, or let's say supposed reasons to, to to not be there for whatever reason it is, whether you're sick, tired, or you take a PTO or whatever, he's just not available on an 82 game regular season uh, basis. And I feel like when you look at teams, just look at the Warriors last year or the, the NBA champions right now. Are they champions if Andrew Wiggins makes the same decision that Kyrie does? I don't know. Mm. Right? That's a good and way to look at it. Is any team other than the Warriors a champion if you put Kyrie Irving on their roster right now? Shaq, could it, you? Uh, n- no, right? I mean, I don't know that he swings things. No. I mean, first of all, it goes back to four months ago when the big trade happened in the East that you think yeah. about the central players of Ben Simmons and uh, James Harden and Kyrie and, and mm-hmm. that collection, like just all guys who you probably, for all their talent, you don't want on your roster. And it does bring to mind, you know, as we just went past Paul McCartney's birthday, the the most famous band of all time couldn't hack success because Blink of the egos. Oh, no. Blink-182. <laughs> uh, right. Beatles-182. Um, yeah, they couldn't make it with Lennon and the egos and everything else. It is a funny thing. Kyrie was in a night was in a really nice situation, obviously with LeBron, and you wonder how long that would have survived if Kyrie. It wasn't LeBron who had to go out to um, sunny L.A. Kyrie yeah. had to be the guy and the ego of that. And I guess maybe we don't celebrate enough the guy, the like you say, the Steph Curry and and Clay and Draymonds of the mm. world who who sort of ride it out as a as a collective and take the Chaz Barkley slings and arrows like oh he's the least popular guy in the boy band and people think they're and Draymond thinks they're cheering for him right doesn't matter because he's getting the rings I guess and Kyrie is the opposite of Draymond I don't know if that makes him I don't know if it makes is sense, KD but. Paul or Ringo then I, I, I we'll figure it out I don't know I'm, I'm going through it in my head real quick Martin I don't think the Suns win the championship with Kyrie on the roster I'm not even thinking about who they'd have to get rid of to make this trade work I don't think the Bucks win I don't think you know we'd have to see what it would look like but in my head I don't think I don't think he makes any of these teams a winner. I think, I think, if, I think if you had Kyrie locked in, Milwaukee might be NBA champions. Right yeah. Now. Well, they would, right. they'd be, they would have been in the finals at minimum if Chris Middleton yeah. weren't hurt. Forget about Kyrie Irving. I mean, Kyrie locked in is is amazing. Like, yeah. he is. You like, just don't know what like, you're getting. Is he going to be there? Like, it, it's right. one thing if you're if you're doing a radio show and you, you do a great hour every time you're on the air. But, you, you know, mm-hmm. we don't know if you're going to be here at two o'clock every day. Like That's that true. matters. Like, like his, his repeatability. But his game is undeniable. Yeah. Like. In All my right. opinion. Well, that's uh, that's going to haunt us for the next few weeks here, Kyrie Irving. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't play out until uh, the fall, but Kyrie Irving on the move. 
going to be interesting. Let's uh, complete our play of the day. Sheck, you gave yours out. Cal McCarr, plus 210, two or more points. Martin, you have a baseball game for us? I do. I do. I'm going to parlay two baseball games today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Chicago Cubs on mm-hmm. the money line and the Milwaukee Brewers on the money line. If you do that together, that gets you uh, a nice little, just over two to one. On the FanDuel. Cubs, huh? All right. I'm taking the, the Cubs. I'm taking the Cubs. The Cubs won two out of three from the Braves this week. Uh, the Braves play the Giants. That's going to be my play of the day. Giants have won seven and nine. They're a solid road team. They've won seven in the last 11 away from home. Nine and four in Logan Webb starts. Braves playing some good teams now. I think they come back down to earth. They play the Giants. They play the Dodgers. They'll, you know, battle with the Phillies head to head. Balances out a little bit here. Give me the Giants at a plus money, uh, plus number here, plus 134. That's my play of the day. All right, guys, we covered a lot today. We really did. I don't know that we solved the song thing. I don't know that we solved the Kyrie thing. Uh, We definitely uh, are okay with the the U.S. Open champion wearing braces. No, there was a lot to talk about. But we did. I I honestly thought that Dave was going to have more to say about a grown man wearing braces. Well, I've gone on and on about it. It's too well. I just think it's too late to Mm -hmm. get braces. Not just as a grown up, if that's what you want to do. And who am I to weigh in on? But you know, in 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 the age of giant puffy cheeks for anyone over the age of forty, if there's a camera pointed at them, I'm not going to rage against the machine too much. I do think if you're (laughs) a public figure, though, it's Mm -hmm. too late to get the braces. Now it's not. Now you waited too long. I've talked about it before, Super Bowl 32, the two central figures, Brett Favre and Terrell Davis, both with brace faces. Too late, Mm -hmm. guys. I'm sorry. You know what? Now you have to wait until your playing careers are over. You you can't do it while you're in the Super Bowl. you got to get them taken off even for the fortnight at least. It also, though, does make me think, because Zalatoris in particular, five foot six or whatever he is, little little wisp of a man, um, who are the least athletic champions least athletic looking greats in sports history you know like babe ruth is probably you could give it to babe ruth right there like a big slob of a man yeah yeah, um, yeah. um the great Zal- uh pound for pound worst looking is that what, what that i don't mean be? ugly yeah. i'm not i'm not no, no, weighing know, in on the punum i'm talking yeah, about yeah. just like who looks like that guy's one of the great athletes because what, well, what tom brady's picture is legendary his his combine picture right do you remember do you remember i because it was he won it on father's day and i think his father just died way back in the 80s raymond floyd do you remember him that guy yeah yeah, yeah. just that, the red <laughs> that guy yeah. was a humpty dumpty man well, look at john daly john daly's the uh, gold one. standard for golf Jokic, the- right martin for basketball we they always point to Jokic has got a bad body but i feel like the winner for this has to be a footballer i mean a basketball i'm sorry a baseball or golfer baseball player or golfer right because yeah. it's like the number one person I think to mind is when I think of fat athletes now is Daniel Vogelbach uh, oh, yeah, from yeah. the Pirates. He's, yeah, just, yeah. he's just humongous. I mean, we had just... a lot more of those growing up, Sheck. We had the the Russell brothers, and we had you know all these fat. Well, everyone looked like they were from a softball. Well, let's uh, let's pray on it a little bit yeah. because, like all we right. talked about last week, the steroid era has come and gone now, and now mm-hmm. everybody's back to being you know what what God gave them, maybe. With some weights, but maybe not with the, you know, they don't get to take the spike anymore. So, or they're, they're not as many guys are taking the spike. The other homework assignment mm-hmm. I have. I mean, uh, Bartolo Colon's my favorite and my personal yeah, favorite in the last that's quarter. A very good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But the other one to consider is that because we, we we brought it up is um, last week on minus three. And mm-hmm. I guess you can kind of point to Shaq here. We ta- The three of us talked about it last week. If you drop Shaq into the 2022 NBA, would the league swing back in his favor or would yep. he have to bend his game to the nature of what's going on now? And so the more expensive well, he couldn't, question he is, couldn't do that second part, I don't think. No, he couldn't yeah. become a three-point shooter. Right. So yeah. would he be like, yeah, that guy, there's Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal, that, that guy. Yeah, he's really good. But like the way the game goes, he, he is a limited Played like Shaq having a nose become, tackle. Could he become be- a free throw player in 2022? Could he confine to the. <laughs> it, it would have to be like Orlando Shaq. Like, I feel like Laker and later Shaq, where I he's know, running from like, block to block and just kind of plopping down there and just being the biggest guy out there. But I think Orlando. I think Orlando Shaq would be the, the biggest problem in the NBA right now because uh, there's nobody who could guard him. It's the oh, same thing with Giannis. It's it like there's nobody matter. who can guard him. Yeah. It, it, but what, what are we talking about here? He'd be a force either way. It's wh- whether he gets 22 or 32 a game, right? He's, he's not going to be like, no, sorry, your game doesn't translate. He's a nine-point-a-game player. That's, that's But not is he, though? That's a, that, no, the, way. no in, way. In, in yeah. our lives, yeah. the one that comes to mind is Mel Blunt is, was so physical that he could bully – uh, wide receivers and they had to literally change the rules to stop right. that from happening so that it would open up the passing game Steph Curry like we've talked about completely changed the game you know mm-hmm. he's completely changed the nature of the NBA could Shaq dominate to the degree that he would swing it back in that favor and who are the other guys who were so dominant that they forced that change like they Bob would. Gibson is Bob Gibson does he make that I mean that's not our lifetime but did Bob Gibson, did he dominate so severely that baseball was like, we got to lower the mounds. This is too much. Yeah, maybe. They changed the game for him. I think Shaq's even better because of the the kickout. The three, no one was taking threes back then, right? I mean, people, it was starting to turn a little bit, but now that everyone's camping out behind the arc, you have to, you, you know, can't you have to, you, hey, you can't double them. Exactly. So, uh, all right. But it was a lot. We still don't know if Martin's a father. That's the only thing. I guess that's a, <laughs> he's under a lot of stress. Right? That's homework assignment number three. Don't <laughs> well, text just, I, Martin. I, just, happy I don't Father's like that energy today. around me. Like no, you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm all for planning and scheduling. That's yeah. something that was not. It's not planned. It's not scheduled. I just was not good with this. I wasn't. Right. I, 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 I opt out. Yeah. In the case of yeah. Martin and Father's Day, <laughs> Martin, Scott Holmes, you winner. are not. You know, I'll tell you this, Sal. Uh, yeah. There's a couple of songs that have been added, actually, you guys have missed. Uh, what is it? University of Georgia has added Papa is a Rolling Stone. Uh-huh. Uh, Cleveland Browns have added What a Fool Believes. And uh, came in like a not- wrecking ball from Miley is going to go for wherever Shaq is. <laughs> is that right? Pop is a Rolling Stone is a is a is that something that's something that 50, 70,000 people could uh, I'm not picturing that how they are going to have to learn to. Hey, what are you saying? Uh, Rachel got braces. Rachel Bonetta. Yeah, her own Rachel Bonetta has braces. Currently. The hell's her problem? Oh, oh, oh why is she oh, getting braces dude. for? My mother that, was wearing braces on her wedding day. <laughs> she was. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great. I'm not going to laugh at anybody. That's mom. balls. That's- I like that. I like that. Well, they could, you know, nowadays you touch up pictures, whatever. I, I don't get Bonetta. I don't even get Matthew Fitzpatrick. I'm, I don't think I'll get canceled for this, but aren't Brits known for having terrible teeth? Like, you're fine. Just go with it. Whoa, Sal, <laughs> be careful. All right, all right. We were doing so good. 
before uh, minute 58. <laughs> I should get out. All right, that's it. Uh, Shaq, minus three. Uh, it's going to be you. Who do we have uh, early in the week here? While we uh, were talking with uh, a couple of potential guests trying to oh. figure it out, the things I just brought up to you guys, mm -hmm. uh, the most dominant, I, it, uh, my brain is trending summertime towards lists. You know, I like to make lists. Mm -hmm. So I, I may, we're, we're talking also with Ike Taylor, one of our very favorites, obviously, and big news in, in his family. His son Ivan just got offered a Pitt scholarship, which is awesome. So we got to talk to Ike, but then also I have some lists in mind. So we're trying to figure out what to do with yeah. uh, Tuesday. And then we'll have Hench, of course, to, to everybody's delight um, later go. in the week. We will be back Thursday. I think that's a draft day for NBA. We got against all odds coming up this Chet week. Megan Day. Sports. What is it? Chet Holmgren Day? Chet Holmgren Day. I saw well, he makes I saw a list of un most unsightly great athletes. Yeah. It, yeah. He's the Baron Trump of our day, right? <laughs> it's a, <laughs> that's a seven right. foot, a little gangly guy. All right, there you go. That'll do it. And a reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites.